Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man. And sport, a timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs, others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs, others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs, others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues, search the hearts of men, and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico! Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us. We do things a little differently around here too. Since Sporticus MMA. Uh, we're supplementing uh, our, our Sporticus is supplementing uh, the normal MMATorch.com um, uh, podcast, you know, until we until we uh, form our own podcast. But there will be MMATorch.com exclusive podcast coming up. Ooh. So, guys, don't worry. Uh, but we got Ray Bands. I just made that up. Can, can I call you Ray Bands? <laughs> Should I just call you Ray Bands? Yeah, man. No, uh, you know, uh, Ray's on the plot of soup. I've never heard Ray Bands before, but I do wear Ray Bands, so I'll, I'll I'll take it. See, I just came up with that. See, that sounds more like a segment, though. Ray Bands, who's who sucks right now? Who's good? Since Ray Bands are good, so I don't mm. know. You can mm. take that. 
put that in your show. You welcome. That's why I am a consultant on the side, a Covington consultant. Go look that up, people. Yes, you can hire me to do stuff for you just like that. You're welcome. I, I fucks uh, with that. No, but uh, man, Ray, tell us what you got going on, man, because you got some really amazing stuff happening in your life and that you're trying to put together. Yeah. Please let us know. Yeah, man. Well, uh, thank you for giving me the platform to kind of share first off. But uh, yeah, man, for this past year and a half or so, I've been on this campaign to raise money to uh, try to provide free jujitsu and space for uh, the people in my community who really just don't have access to it. I mean, I know a lot of people that listen to this probably aren't from KC, but the way that Kansas City is built, and the way the jiu-jitsu gyms are located, they're all in the suburbs. None of them are in the heart of the, the city where, you know, I personally believe jiu-jitsu could be the most beneficial. Um, so my my mission has been to really take the gym, put it right in the, the communities that need it the most so that we can maybe create a culture that we see in, you know, these other jiu-jitsu gyms in the suburbs where, I mean, they have great networking. Everyone wants to see something positive for the next guy. Of course, everyone is, uh, you know, getting a fitness, uh, their fitness aspect out of it, which also, I mean, has been scientifically proven to help with the mental aspect. So, um, you know, my, my end game is to try to reduce gun violence and uh, trauma in our community. Um, and hopefully this is just the start, man. I, I eventually would like to get it into schools, but I know it's going to be a slow and steady walk to get there. And uh, I, I definitely appreciate uh, everyone that donated. Uh, we finally raised enough funds to buy mats today. So just about two hours ago, I've officially purchased matched or mats from Fuji and uh, they're going to be sending them. And about two weeks, and we're going to lay them down, and we'll be training people, man. It's going to be great. Now, that's awesome, man. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, we, you and I talk a little bit, um, you know, off off the record about some things. Uh, you know, I want to I want to donate as well. I want to help out. Uh, and I've been I've been on my own journey uh, and I feel like I got some resources that maybe we could really pull together and uh, get things going. Uh, yeah. And I, I want to want to copy that you know you made this uh so that people can copy it and i mm -hmm. definitely want to do that that's something i want to do not just with with young young people but with with uh um uh, older Everybody. people as you know because uh you know young people they'll you know they, they they're prone to gun violence but i shoot a motherfucker too i might need to <laughs> you know <laughs> i need i might need to do some classes you know what I'm saying but it's the discipline uh in all seriousness it's the discipline and people need to learn the discipline sure and um it's not enough of that. Uh, it, my son, my youngest sons are at the age where they need to start things. And that's literally something I've been looking into doing. Uh, and I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and follow your formula and see how I could do it. Now, there's plenty, plenty of schools that might be open to such things like monastery schools and stuff like uh, stuff like that. Montessori, Montessori, whatever. Who, who mm -hmm. gives a shit? Bougie ass alternative schools. That's what I think of them or, you know, just or, or even head starts, you know, but uh, there's plenty of uh, places that might be open to it. You know, I, I know it starts off young and I'm glad you're starting off young. And that's, that's super important because by teaching the kids, you can teach the parents, too. And that'll yep. be something that become a lifestyle and a trend in the community, like like you said.
Yep, that's that's really what I hope to do is, you know, create a culture to where the kids train and then the parents want to train because, you know, uh, I have a saying in jujitsu, a family that trains together, stays together, man. So um, what jujitsu really allows a family, it, it puts that hour or hour and a half aside. And if you are as a family or training together, you guys are playing for an hour and a half. And I know a lot of families don't do that. They don't just sit there and play for an hour and a half, interact with each other. So um, there's that huge aspect to it. But I want to kind of go back a little bit because you said you want to kind of follow the blueprint. So, uh, you know, to do this, I mean, it wasn't, you know, just like I (laughs) woke up and, you know, thought, oh, man, I'm going to start raising some money. It kind of was a slow and steady progression once I was seeing like a lot of the school shootings and I mean, of course, you know, our, our news, especially in the black community, man, we're all shooting each other and there's all these thoughts and prayers and nobody's really doing anything. Like everyone's just kind of like talking and nobody's really doing anything. So I don't know if what I'm doing is the answer, but it's my answer. It's my only attempt at uh, actually trying to do something in the community to reduce like these people shooting each other. Um, and the trauma aspects of it, you know, the people who have uh, grown up in the childhoods and have had, you know, uh, abuse of their mother, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all that stuff stays with you throughout your entire life. And we don't have as humans, really, the blueprint for dealing with trauma. Like, it, it's kind of sad when you really think about it, because trauma is a sickness. Um, and it can honestly, like, take over your physiology and give you diseases i mean headaches all kinds of stuff man so um that's my goal to to reduce the the trauma and i had to network with a bunch of different entities to get here so i networked with we have a wind-up behavioral health group which is basically our county health group uh they were looking to fund programs in the community that help people deal with trauma they didn't quite know what that looked like, though, until, you know, I brought them jujitsu because I know how much it's helped me as a former foster kid who kind of never really knew, you know, had the right guidance. Besides, I mean, luckily I had good peers, but I know I could have easily went down the wrong way. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, that's the same here. Uh, it's crazy because I was just looking at some yearbook stuff, man. And uh a lot of really good people and none of us went down that path. I mean, and I, I knew somebody who was in stuff, but didn't go down that path. And, and it was, it was awesome to see that. Like I see him, he's no, nowhere near close to that, you know, but him being in that literally saved my ass before, you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. just to work. It's like, ah, oh, no, you know, like not him, or I could have been a victim, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and, and thank God the other people who were chosen weren't victims. Cause it was literally like in a lineup, like, ah, oh, no, skip him and then go go to the next but like we're lucky to have such uh <laughs> we were lucky to have that and that's that's really odd to say that's why i'm mm-hmm. glad you're trying to change culture because that's not something we want to we want to walk around saying that oh i'm glad these gangbangers were better than the other ones right. you know we got gangbangers over here like you know um but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a great program and i uh, it, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's good to see that. And I'm definitely, I'm going to keep my eyes on it. We're going to be sharing it here at Sporticus and, and MMA Torch because that's something that we, 
we that's an idea we've thrown out there and stuff. Uh, and we're going to use your blueprint. Hopefully we can franchise that idea. And, well, and I get have all to tell that. you one essential part, one super yeah. essential part, because this is where I really feel like a bunch of jujitsu gyms get it wrong. Uh, overhead. They will try to find some, you know, building in a strip mall or, you know, right off of the main street or highway where they're paying, you know, three, four thousand dollars a month just to have the space. What I did, Sean, was I found me a abandoned school building that was repurposing the classrooms for other nonprofit organizations. And I am going to be taking over one of those classrooms and using that as the mat space. It's going to be significantly less expensive than if I was to get a storefront or honestly lease from anyone else in the city. No, that's the way to go. I mean, I've been trying to, you know, I've, I've had uh, my experience in, in land ownership and stuff like that. And I try to get people on that. But like, um, you know, I'm, I'm a stay at home father first and foremost. I, mm-hmm. I, I took the formula of what people do and I reversed it. I reverse engineered it because it didn't make sense. You know, people say, oh, you know, you got to give up this much uh, and then you get to provide for your family and stuff like that. I'm like, get your family first because you can't choose your family. They always say that you can't choose your family. If you choose them first, <laughs> you know, you can. But what mm-hmm. you can't do is get yourself into a situation where you are like 40 years old and it's like you're coming up on where you won't be having you know you don't have the option to have children at some point so you're just rushing to find anybody that fits any of the mold so i i you know i i flipped all of that i just had a uh, family early on and that's great it's fantastic you know i don't mm-hmm. have to i don't have to uh stress myself out about that however the alternative is i can only move i, I move at a snail's pace when it comes to business you know, mm-hmm. uh, it takes mm-hmm. a really long time to do things. So uh, I, I find this to be um, something that I could really this this could this fits in both of those realms. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not only business, but it's something that uh, I can, you know, I can um, my family can get to enjoy as well. Uh, and I, I like I want to hit something you said, go back to something you said about uh, the family that, you know, uh, trains together, stays together, you know. That there's a really important aspect to it that people don't even get. Mm-hmm. Here's if I can't whoop your ass, I gotta talk about it. You can't. <laughs> you gotta talk about it, right? So mm-hmm. if everybody in the family can whoop each other's ass and nobody can do anything, you you gotta talk about it. You know, because you, you, you can't you can't go get a weapon because I'm whooping your ass, or or you at least to a stalemate is what I'm saying. Sure. You know, you can't put your hands on your wife. You know, so that cut down on domestic violence. You mm-hmm. know, your kids can't beat up each other, so that's gonna cut down on them hurting each other. They mm-hmm. can't if they're not fighting each other, they're not gonna be fighting others. You know, so yep. it, it really does cut down on everything, and that's just worst case scenario. Sure. I'm being a little funny about it, a little tongue in cheek. No, but that's actually that's literally the case. It literally you know? is. No, I mean, I I know <laughs> I would never try. I mean, basically anyone in my gym, I would never right. try any of them. Uh, you know, just because I know where that would go. Um, and it's just, you know, now we we know that both of us have the skills, but we also have the discipline to not use those skills if we need to. You know, if we can actually talk it out with our words and something about the jujitsu space that a lot of people forget is that it brings people from all kinds of different walks of life into the same four walls. So, 
Um, I've been on the mats with FBI agents, priests, uh, co- cocaine dealers, of course, MMA fighters, uh, construction workers. I mean, stay at home dads, anyone, any walk of life, you know, chiropractors, whatever. Now, I can't think of too many other places where I would be in the same room with those people. And then I can't think of a place that I'd be in the same room with those people where I could actually conversate with them all uh, about my day to day, you know, about whatever. You know what I mean? So uh, it's it's really powerful. That's something that really can't be overlooked about the jujitsu space is the intimacy of, you know, the relationships that are being built in those. You know, I um, I want to I want to transition a little bit um, into uh, how MMA kind of brings us all together, period. Like uh, not just jujitsu, but MMA. Um, Mm -hmm. Where did you where do you see um, things going in terms of uh, I know, you know, we got COVID-19 and the pandemic going on. What do you how do you see things opening back up with that? And I know Bellator is kicking off a, a big tournament and, and things to really get the ball rolling again. What do you does what happens to get us back to a space where we can have maybe not crowds of people, but we could cheer things on the way we used to. And what happens to the MMA community from here is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, that's it's. I will say COVID definitely hit the MMA community really hard. I mean, especially the jujitsu gyms, uh, a lot of places. I mean, for the reason I said earlier, their overhead was just way too high. They could not survive when people actually had to stay at home. I mean, to have an overhead of three, four thousand dollars, you have to have 30, 40 people paying one hundred dollars a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's just basic math. Where are you going to find those people during this time, um, right. especially if you're not? you know, a top notch gym. So it's uh, I, I really wish I had the answer for you, Sean. But to be honest, man, I don't even as I'm doing this, this jujitsu project, I'm kind of having to find how how to jump over certain hurdles to deal with the COVID-19. Like I'm having to uh, I'm going to have to have people uh, do appointments for the classes. So like I'm going to have an eight slot uh, roster so to speak, for each class. And people are going to have to, you know, put their name in those slots. And if you, you know, put your name in those slots, you can come train. If not, then I'm sorry, buddy. You know, we got to kind of abide by the the uh, the social distancing and the the crowd gathering uh, policies that are established by our city, which, if I'm not mistaken, it's 10 or 15 more people under, I mean, in the same room. So, that's that's not a that's a good class though like if you could just do it in in certain slots like and with certain time slots and then you know you clean in between the slots that's not too bad a a full day should be pretty good you know like you'll see a a good number of people in a full day Mm -hmm. uh i I had see i had the benefit of of living in a small town like so um nobody gives a fuck and when i say nobody cares i mean uh as in everybody sticks to themselves mm-hmm. and we don't have to worry about the overflow. It's not hundreds of thousands of people that are going to end up gathering, mm-hmm. gathering yeah. in the same place. A bar can only hold so many people. Mm-hmm. And once the things are in place, it's kind of like, Oh, well they, here's the thing. When they said wear mask, people just wear mask and that was it. They don't care. They, whatever mm-hmm. you say, do, they do it. And then that's kind of it, you know, but we have, and that's and we we've been hit a, a considerably less uh, 
than everyone else. Like our numbers would not go up for months. Like this, the particular county I'm in, we were good, man. Like we we were fine. Like there were no outbreaks. There was nothing going on. And mm-hmm. uh, in fact, um, no one. Uh, my my wife works for a uh, uh, an, uh, a place, and they no one an elderly place, and no one got sick. None of the elderly people got sick or died mm. from COVID this entire time. Hmm. They kept it from all every resident. Not one of them has gotten it, you know. Um, so that's 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 amazing. That's remarkable. They they uh, they're inoculating everyone too. So I I know what you mean, man. Because like if it comes through there, then you know. Once one person gets it, then all the policies have to change. They already don't let people in for visits and stuff, which is mm-hmm. kind of sad. You're still old. You still die yeah. from something else. And imagine not seeing, you know, your children and stuff one last time. But, you know, um, yeah, the, the overhead's crazy for a lot of these jujitsu places that, uh, you know, um, we, we, we went through that, too, because it's, since it's a small town, you need you just kind of need more money for stuff. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like three just to rent out there was this place in the mall and i know the mall charges a lot of money yeah. for you to have a space there and mm-hmm. it was a big space dude and yep it was over D- done just like that a lot of people um so the abandoned school would be great in chicago i know they got a lot of land that people are flipping out there i'm familiar with it familiar with a few people that are, are doing it um mm-hmm. and they flip you know they you just buy but they, they're turning into airbnbs you know, um, and th- here's another free, free thing. If you want, if you if you have to, um, if you you know abiding by the you know the COVID nineteen protocols, Airbnbs are decent places to do some things. You can't hold an event there. However, depending on the type of Airbnb, you might be able to. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, mm. for days or a weekend. Let's say it's a commercial, if it's an Airbnb, but it's more of a commercial space, then there might be something you could do there, you know, yeah. where the lo- rules are a little bit more loose and stuff. But like I said, that's something we can talk about, you know, off air. Sure. Um, so uh, besides where MMA is going, let's talk about the immediate future, mm-hmm. the here now. What do you think about this UFC 259 card? UFC 259, that's the uh, that's the big one with the three title fights. Super card, yep. Super card. So first, I can't say anything about the UFC without telling uh, Dana White and them to go fuck themselves for that Black Lives Matter shenanigans and uh, the whole uh, Michael Chandler Black History Month ad. Yeah, y'all can keep that. Um, So that that's first and foremost. Let's set that base. Okay. Uh, Now (laughs) let's go ahead and get to the card. UFC 259. Uh, First. Izzy, what is your man doing? Oh shit! Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> last time I spoke about this car, it was you know, uh, I that shit wasn't a thing yet. What's he doing, dog? What's your guy doing? <laughs> no, nobody's rooting for him anymore. He's a weirdo. I know he's a weirdo. Um, it's hard to root for him when uh, 
So I only knew like one part of it. Just say in the Let's least graphic amount of detail what happened. They might not know. So uh, Izzy posted a video. I think it was an older video, but regardless, it's new yeah, to older. It's new to us about him. Uh, he he was talking with his mouth full, and then he just leaned over his dog and start feeding the dog whatever was in his mouth. That's first off. I don't know what that's about. All right, cool, whatever. Weird. That's weird enough. That's weird enough. Weird. But then, like hours later, I had went to sleep and I woke up to this. Hours later, he posted another video, and he was like hanging with his dog there, basically like spooning or some shit. And then he's, uh, you know, starts to wiggle the dog's wee wee like on on camera. Bestiality is uh, not a thing uh, that should be done. Okay, like it's actually illegal. Um, you can't lay with beast. Like, there's a lot of things that people don't think are illegal that are. Like, uh, adultery is also illegal in a lot of places, and people mm-hmm. don't know, realize sure it. Is. Also, people don't also also don't realize that the uh the age of consent and stuff is a real thing. You know, it's not just what you think it is; it's what the actual laws are. Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, yep, the fucking age is a, is lower than what you people think. While you're on your moral high ground. And you also need to shut the fuck up because some of your parents were fucking around, too. OK, let's just be for real. I know people who went to high school and they were dating 25 year old men. OK, I don't I didn't know the dude. I didn't say it was OK. I'm just saying that shit happened as in it's already passed in. Then shit we could do about it. So, yeah, it's a lot of shit that's fucked up and we can't do anything about it. Like it, Israel Adesanya jerking off his dog. Yeah, bro. So, uh, you know, that that was definitely set the tone for uh, this segment. I, gotta, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of Izzy hater anyway. I wasn't I really. See. I see. <laughs> I, I really wasn't on board with the guys. But that's y'all's mans. That's y'all's mans. So he I'm going to let y'all have that. But Church here's the thing. Izzy's coming up to 205 pounds. That's a 20-pound weight jump. He's And he's honestly probably not going to be 205. I doubt he's. I bet yeah, he's too much. He won't be. He won't be. So no Jan is an actual light heavyweight. He's been knocking motherfuckers out, and he is the champion now with champion confidence. I'm picking Jan by second round knockout, flatline. Possibly. Uh, now my my I'm gonna stick with my original pick. I uh, well did I pick? Oh shit. Well, okay, I talked about the ways in which both of them can win, but I did not make a pick. Uh, but I'll make a pick here. Um, fuck. Yeah, that that dog thing got you thinking, don't it? No, um, Israel Anasanya fourth round knockout, TKO. Oh, and, and why is Jan's gonna touch that man? I, no, I don't. Uh, he, I don't. I don't. In four rounds, you don't think Young's going to put hands on that man? He's, he's smarter. He's smarter than that. If he goes in, if he's too overconfident and he goes in, Israel Asanya is going to just fucking strike. He, he's extremely accurate, man. You know, like, he knows your holes. He sees them. Like, uh, you're not, he's not going to be able to get in there the way he wants to. And that's frustrating. And Israel Anasanya won't trade with him the way he wants. If he's overly aggressive, that's the end of him. And I feel like he doesn't have the range he needs to not be 
a little over aggressive. Hmm. And 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 he'll be losing in the fourth round. He'll he probably would have lost all three rounds if we're being honest. Uh, it doesn't matter how much he lost him by, you know, he'll be losing all three rounds. So in the fourth, he'll have to pick it up and he'll fuck around and get touched up. Now, that's just me analyzing it. Like, I'm not going with my gut. Those are two different things. That's not my gut. That's just what I think could happen. Uh, I think I go with the knockout guys. I usually go with the knockout guys because it doesn't take it doesn't take much to get you. You know, I didn't go with Reyes because Reyes, um, he had the he had the fighting John Jones hangover, you know. He was hung over from that fight and thinking he was the actual un- uncrowned champ when he wasn't hungry anymore. You know, it was like, oh, I'm going to knock out Jan and it's going to be the end of it. No, nope. you don't get that vibe with this. Um, uh, n- you don't think no. Izzy's looking past Jan right to the next, uh, the next. No, event? I, I do not. No, I do not. I think he knows exactly who the fuck he's fighting. I don't that doesn't mean he's going to beat him, but I, I'm pretty sure he knows exactly who he's fighting. You know, uh, it, it won't be like the Yoel Romero fight It's possibly it could be no. It's possible. I tell you why. I mean, John, John's not a dummy. He's not going to just go True. in there. He's right. not. He didn't because if he wouldn't Dominic Reyes, if you think about it, Dominic Reyes was the one that had to go in there and then he True. got his ass knocked out for going in there. Sure. Jan goes in there, he's gonna get his ass knocked out, and he knows he will because Robert Whitaker did. And you know what I'm saying? Ro- and so those he- are middleweights, and Robert Whitaker's arguably a welterweight. This is an actual light heavyweight who's only been TKO'd questionably once by Tiago Ti- Santos. Who, I mean, again, it's Tiago Santos. That man's sure. got dynamite in his hands. Yeah, but Izzy don't hit like a bitch, though. I mean, like he don't. You know, like Izzy, Izzy has power. You know, he does. One punch knockout power? No, I wouldn't say that necessarily. I think he could to some people, but like, you know, not Yon. No. Uh, he's, we got saw a T- people- he's got a TKO. If he's not putting volume on Yon, he's not going to win. And I don't think he's going to put up enough volume to to put keep Yon on the back foot. I just don't. In rounds. I think he'll he'll pick his spots, man. Like, okay, let's compare him to the guy that he had to beat to get here, which I arguably believe that he didn't beat him. But uh, uh, Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anderson Silva would get you in, and, you know, it was just these little spurts, these little matchups within the fight where he would get you, and by the end of the round, you'd be like, "Fuck, I lost that round," because that was at least two or three times, like every minute and a half, he, you know, he just kind of lets off on you. And you you kind of you like, yeah, OK, I blocked that stuff. But like he still got him. He got it in like you would have won. You would have won taking that and you were jockeying for position for like a full minute before the exchange happened. So and you were just looking to survive. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it could go either way, obviously. Uh, I, I, like I say, my gut, you always go with the knockout guy, man, because it only takes one. One touch, and you win more yeah. money like that if you're a gambling man. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, I'm gonna put my motherfucking money on. Um, well, I will put my money on the underdog in this one, whoever that is. And I, I think, think it's Sonia. You think so? I think Jan's the underdog. I can check that real quick. Well, yeah, I put my money on him because he's a knockout guy and he's an underdog. Absolutely. So that's my money pick for all y'all who are looking for money picks. You better pick that shit. And I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna. I, I believe we'll be doing another show. Non is a uh, minus 200 or plus 200 underdog. Okay. There we go then. Put your money on him. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. 
I'm put some, I'm put five dollars on them. See what that do. See what that get me on DraftKings. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you yeah, a, you know, um, got a couple other good ones. Uh, another women's featherweight. You know, people are thinking Amanda Nunes is gonna just gonna walk through Megan Anderson. What do you think about that? I think Megan Anderson might shock the world. I hate it's to possible. say, I, don't, I, I see a, I, um, I don't see a path to it, but she's big. She's big. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I see, I see a path to it, but like, uh, she's big, man. And like, uh, Amanda Nunez had a, a lot of trouble with uh, GDR. Yep, that's how yeah. I. That's she's exactly big. how I see it. And that's what I was talking about the last time I I, I spoke with us about this. Uh, and I don't, I don't think Amanda Nunez is going to be strong enough to do the same things and keep her on the ground. However, however, I don't. Megan Anderson, if she ain't got hands, this shit is. Over, over. This, this shit's over if she ain't got enough hands, and it's hard to have hands. Well, Nunes can definitely take her down, one hundred percent. Sure, can kick her down. I think so. I'm, Anderson has a terrible ground game. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm just thinking about strength alone, because mm-hmm. Megan Anderson has nothing unless she hits her with something really hard. You know, she yeah. has to overpower Amanda Nunes. That's the only way she's going to win this. And I can see that happening because it happens sometimes. You know, oh, yeah. it happened last time with Amanda Nunes when she had someone that, of this stature. But um, uh, then again, I think about how, what Holly Holm was doing and how she just led Holly Holm into exactly what she she wanted. her. She led her into that kick. And I was like, man, why is Amanda Nunes taking any t- sort of hits from her? And then she knocked her out. You know, like, I just knew something was going on. So, Megan Anderson I might get caught with that, too. Like, I don't think she'll win, but I think she can shock the world. I, I think, think it's worth putting a $5 bet on. Yes. Yes, I'll put it like that. Yes. I don't, I, uh, it's got to happen sometime. And I don't know if she has the best chance of anybody ever, but... Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Hey, hey boy, they they voided that cyborg rematch like a mug, boy, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm surprised, a little surprised, but they did. They did. Um, there's another one. Peter Yan, uh, Al Jermaine Sterling. Peter Yan's gonna whip his ass, and that's hard to say. Cause... Oh, I'm 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 sad you said that. He gonna beat his ass, man. Did you see what Peter Yan be doing to people? Al Jermaine hey. Sterling ain't on. He ain't on that level. I don't see him close. This is the one that's like it's gonna be a better fight than the others, I think. But it's not really gonna be close ever, mm. like at any point. Mm. Man, I think I think the Funk Master is gonna submit Peter Yan. What? Fuck mm-hmm. no. He's gonna mm-hmm. get destroyed on his feet first. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to stand up with him at some point. And when he you said, get, he said that like Sterling ain't got hands. Well, I didn't I not see that's the thing. Ster, Al Jermaine Sterling is 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 a, a great fighter. But he just ain't I don't think he feed a yawn worthy. He got he's he's up there for the title fight, sure, but like he's gonna get his ass smoked, bro. Straight up. <laughs> yes. Smoke. I, I just really what I'm banking on is uh that Matt Sarah black belt. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you get a, a black belt from somebody like Matt Sarah, that's a, that's a statement. And he's proven a few different times uh, in the cage that he is an elite level grappler. Um, that's really kind of what's got me leaning towards Sterling, because 
I don't think Jan has that type of ground game, especially wrestling. Sure. I mean, I don't know if he really needs it if he knocks him the fuck out, though. Which he might. He can pe- Jan pieces you up before you know it. And then, here's the crazy part. You're like, ah, oh, I gotta get him to the ground. But like, yeah, but now he knows you're gonna do it. So now you're gonna get your ass whooped even worse. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah man, I, I see him get his ass whooped badly. Like, mm. um, not like, it, not to like it might go to distance, you know. It'd probably go to distance, not might. It'll probably go to distance, um, but it, it's a good chance it won't because Peter Yana just really, really lay it on him, man. I mean, he pepper him with shots. It's not like Sterling ain't got hands, but I don't, I don't see it now. I'm, I'm oh, I can, I'm not, I'm not that high on Peter Yana. I'm not that high on Peter Yana. He hasn't done enough to earn this level of respect. You know, I mean, sure, you got a decision win over John Dotson, a decision win over Jimmy Rivera, and then you fight down in Uriah Faber. Uh, okay, and then you fight uh, Jose Aldo at, for his first fight at bantamweight ever. Okay, um, so I just it's just like all right, so now he's about to fight an actual bantamweight contender, and this is really what's going to push me over the fence one way or the other. Who is Sterling really beat in what way that really gives you the re- uh, not not the black belt? I'm talking about what what about his resume stands out to you? Sure. You know, really, for me, it was that uh, that submission that he hit on Cody, Cody Stamen. That was very impressive because um, I know I mean, I, I train, obviously, jujitsu. I know how hard that particular move is. And he made it look easy. Uh, do you remember that that leg lock that he hit off of uh, Cody Stamen's back? Um. I don't. Uh, it's called a Sulial stretch. He had a, he was backpacking him, and he reached under his leg, uh, under Cody's leg, and basically kind of like a knee bar motion. Pull, but while he was still on his back, though, it's super impressive. And then of course the Corey Sanhagen rear naked. Come on. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't think that. Um, I don't think that he's bad at whatsoever. And I, I've been keeping an eye on. Uh, you know, like some names you just you just want to keep hearing. And I kept hearing his name. Corey was- Sanhagen, Pedro Munoz, Jimmy Rivera, Cody Stamen, Brett Johns. Those are his last yeah, five opponents. All, all good names. All good names. I just And all like wins. John pieced up people was just kind of like, damn, okay, well, if you win this way, it's kind of over. It's kind of a wrap. Uh, I mean, all right. And a, a first-time <laughs> fighting at 135, Jose Aldo. I mean, all right, all right. If that gets you off, bro, go ahead. Come on, Please. man. You have like Aldo? Aldo? So Aldo's trash now? Well, his first, his first time cutting But it's Aldo, man. I mean, come on. Uh, that, 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 nope, we're not doing that because, look, <laughs> if you take a fighter, <laughs> Michael Johnson 155 is better than Michael Johnson 145. And you could say the same for 145, Dustin Poirier is better than, or, or 55 Poirier is better. But that doesn't happen all the time, you know? It's just... Sometimes a fighter doesn't fight that well at a different weight class. Can we agree to that? Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, because because Conor McGregor used to shit beating in at 170, you know. See, um, mm-hmm. as he should. As yeah. he should. He's not nearly as good as people think. I think uh, Peter Yan is Dana White's, uh, like, escort, and he's trying to just make the easiest way for Peter Yan to get to superstardom. Oh, like Macy Barber or mm-hmm. 
uh, the karate hottie, uh, 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 Michelle Watterson. Hmm. I don't know about that because karate hottie's had some tough matchups. She she's she not even in her natural weight class. They gave it to her. She got her ass whooped in her last fight, and they still gave it to her. She's not even in her natural weight class. She's a hundred five pounder. I don't give a what weight class she is. She's not that. Fucking, <laughs> she's not that fucking good. If, I, in, I don't in anything, Michelle Watterson is probably the most impressive. Because out of out, out of the uh, Dana White uh, 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 bodyguards or whatever, you <laughs> show first. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah, but like Macy Barber, he tried to. I, I see what you're saying. Like, but you, it's not like. Peter Yan is Macy Barber. Like the people he fought were legends that he he took care of pretty easily, and that's not an easy feat, man. Like people, you know, it's not like Uriah Faber can come back and just string some wins together on people you would think would beat him. You know, uh, same thing with Jose Aldo. So, uh, yeah, I, but I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and I don't want to take anything from Aljam- anything away from uh, Aljamain Sterling. However. You know, For me, uh, this is just the first legit contender, one 135er that he's fought. I mean, I, I guess I'll say Jimmy Rivera too, but you know, Jimmy Rivera's kind of been on a downtrend. So, how much you know stock do you put into that W? Um, I don't know. Well, you know, and then he beat Jose Aldo coming off a knockout. Come on, man. I can't. I okay, can't. cool. I I got you. You know what? You know, I mean, we we covered the you know the three main card, uh, the three main fights on that card. Uh, we differed on a lot more than what we than what I thought we would. That's all good. That really? makes it the show. Yeah, you know, I, I no, because I, I I do pick. I like I pick Izzy in the past, but I don't pick Izzy. You know, I'm not gonna bet on him. But other every other way, so so we're 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 cool there. But like, man, I just don't see the other fights. Yeah, uh, yeah. the same way. But well, maybe Megan Anderson. We kind of agree on. Like, oh, yeah, I can no, that. I think we agree on that too yeah uh and, but that, that's still a real that's still a long shot but uh man i think uh i think we, i think we did a good job i think we could wrap it up right there bro so uh take us home do yeah. you remember what to say it's been a while damn it has been a while it's uh, sport, this is sporticus and you've been sports entertained oh that's it i knew of something <laughs> like that all right guys this is sporticus and you've been sports entertained Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today.